Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am joined today by one of my longtime coaching students. She's been with me since April of 2022, Tracy Paglia. Tracy is the owner of Rest From Stress Myofascial Release located in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the show, Tracy. I've been trying to get you on the show for a while, so we made it happen. Welcome in. Thank you, Heather, for having me. I'm finally here. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, this is going to be good. Okay, so let's kind of talk about... Like what brought you to coaching in April of 2022? What brought you in? Made you be like, yes, I'm doing this. Basically, I just needed a change. I needed support. And I had been sort of stalking you for a little bit. I bought your book and I had found out about you through MFR Insight. And I don't know if you remember or not, but we kind of texted back and forth. And I said, hey, I'm going to buy your book. And if I need support, can you lend me your support? Sure. And it was just that. I think I wanted the support too, because I was just coming off the tail end of COVID, um, just like other business owners. And I lost a lot of my clients. Mm-hmm. And I believe wholeheartedly in MFR. And I wanted to do this full time. And I just need the support. And I knew you were my person. And I'm so grateful. Awesome. So you shared with me earlier before we started recording that you continued to do massage in some sort of capacity all the way through 2022. And then in the year of our Lord, 2023, you decided to do MFR only. What has been the biggest change from not doing MFR only to doing MFR only for this last full year? There's been quite a few changes, but the biggest change in coaching and being in the coaching container or uh, respectively to the business? Both, either one. So um, being in the coaching container, I just definitely have the support. I knew having you um, be an LMT that you knew where I was coming from. And I believe that you could help me out the best. And going through all the changes of being a massage therapist and um, losing clients and gaining clients and my you know business going up and down, I just really needed to calm my nervous system, which I found closure and MFR and this container has done that. I believe this has been a great support system, um, not just for the business owners, but everyone, you know, like that just wants the support. It's it's really great because we can borrow ideas off of each other. We can learn support in other ways. It's kind of like, you know, your MFR therapy and therapy. (laughs) So (laughs) So funny. I have grown so much in this time. And I think the biggest thing was, is just the confidence boost that it has allowed me to have for myself. It has changed me as a person and a therapist. And it has also made me stronger. And, you know, what I put into this is what 
my patients and my family receives and um, just doing the inside work really is what it's all about. Let's get a little more granular about that. Like you say inside work and you came for the support. What was the tipping point or the difference in your thought processes from 2022 that got you to 2023 of doing MFR only? Like what needed to happen for you to make that change? Um, Learn how to sell MFR. What do you think about your like ability to do that now? I can really sell to anybody. I mean, I can just like, you know, we kind of kid, one of our colleagues said I can sell to anyone that walks through my door. And that is so very true. Um, I always felt that I could sell. It was just, and I never had a problem of charging someone what I wanted to charge. It was just, can I support them more? Can I keep them coming? It just isn't that one sale. It's carrying through. And through this, I learned how to do that. You know, it's really helped me out so much. Awesome. So I appreciate you being here. And I think that this is, you're a good example of what's possible when you don't give up, because if we're just being honest, like things did not come easy to you, like your transition into MFR only, and it took you a while to do it. There were some stops and starts. Do you want to kind of explain that? Like what that was like for you and in like, what was your experience outside of the, I love being in here, but like, what's the truth of your experience? If you don't mind sharing. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that truth of experience so I can kind of narrow it down? <laughs> yeah. Like when you had setbacks, when you had trouble keeping clients or the sales that you were doing weren't working, you weren't hitting the amounts that you wanted every month. How did you keep going? And how are you still doing it today? Like, why didn't you just stop and just do massage if you knew how to sell that and you knew how to be fully booked? Well, I have too much money invested for one thing. And I believe myself as a therapist and I'm a strong therapist. And this work is life-changing work. I receive it daily and monthly. So I think that is the biggest tipping point. It's just being, you know, confident in yourself. And I did have a lot of setbacks. You know, I, I came from like a spa when I worked as a massage therapist and leaving the spa and working, maybe filling in for chiropractors or another PT and having the confidence to leave and to, and to have a business of my own. Then there was this switch that, well, how do I leave something that I love so much, massage therapy and transition to MFR? And that was the toughest thing for me to do because it was um, a matter of, you know, keeping the clients or the thought that maybe I'm not good enough or maybe taking it too personal. Um, If someone didn't want to continue, I thought there was something wrong with me or something that I had done, you know, and it took a lot of work and took a lot of just, um, it's more about the engine that could rather than I think it can, I think it can. I always knew that I could. It was just that I needed the support to doing it and learning that, you know, people have choices and we all have choices. And I made this choice to become an MFR therapist and to succeed in it. And I have been, and, you know, my clients are very successful with the results that they're given to. It's just a matter of approaching it differently and doing the inside work. And that's also to doing dialogue and, you know, in our modules and putting down what my circumstances. And it's all about, you know, how our brain thinks and what the thought work is about it. And what we tell our brains, what we can and can't do is really the tipping point. So I like that. So 
maybe you had the thought when you first joined, like, this will be easy and I'll be, you know, just making all of this money right away, which happens for some people. And for some people, there's a bigger transition period where it takes a while to really identify as an MFR therapist. Do you feel like you had any struggle, like fully like stepping into like, I'm an MFR like therapist or, you know, what was that journey for you? Yeah, because I cared too much about what people thought about me. And Mm, uh, I thought if I had that title, expert MFR therapist, that I had such an ego that people wouldn't want to book with me or, um, you know, my head was too big or whatever my brain was telling me at that time. So it was just how it was approached and how we can support our clients better and what they're looking for and how to, it's not about selling, it's about the results, right? what results they're going to get because I really can sell anything. It's just how we approach it and how we. Yeah. It's like selling the right thing to get your clients to buy in. Cause exactly. I, th- I think the biggest mistake I see everyone making <laughs> at some point is like selling the modality of MFR versus selling right. the results in it. Correct. There's just, the, there's some subtleties to it. And there's also this shift in creating safety around selling. And I think in our community, especially it's like selling is a very dirty word. Like, well, I got into this to help people not to make money. And I got into this so that I could help people and, and I'm not here to sell them. Like they're smart enough. They know if they want it or not. And so we put all of the pressure on the client to make decisions about things they don't know about, but we know about, right? So Yeah. Yeah. It's like us being the leaders in the sales conversations, us being willing to feel awkward and sell to our clients takes off the heavy load for the client. It actually makes it a more delicate, a more luxurious experience for them when they don't have to question what they're getting because we are telling them the results that they're going to get. We don't leave it up to them to figure out. Absolutely. Because we're the experts. Yeah. We're the expert in the the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're coming to us. They're coming to us to, for the results and, and tell me what I need to do to get better. Mm -hmm. So they very much want that. So sometimes when we leave it up to our clients, they're not going to make the right decision because they really don't know any better. Right. And I think I bring this up because I watched you go through the transformation of leaving the ownership on the client to make the decision to the person that like helped them to see what they were leaving behind if they didn't opt into what you were offering. And then you just got more and more powerful at presenting that to your clients in a way that's really aligned with your nervous system, that really aligned with the results that you wanted to get for your clients. And now we're seeing the results of that. Like the wins that you're posting in the Facebook group are yeah. like incredible. What do you think? Of, like, do you want, kind of want to share about what the reality is in your business right now? The reality of it is, is that I am fully booked. I have been fully booked for five weeks out and my clients aren't just coming in for a one and done. They're coming in for many visits. So we are scheduling them that way. You know, I have them come in and after six visits, I do a reevaluation for them, no matter what, to see where they're at. Do we need to come in more often or can we spread this out a little bit longer? How are you moving and what are the results that you're looking for and how can I support you? So that's really what it's all about. And taking that 
and making into something that they have a goal towards and looking at that end result and getting there closer um, to that end result so that they can, you know, prevent things from happening again, um, not just showing up a couple of times. And a lot of clients will feel that they feel great. And uh, wow, you know, you're a wizard and you cure me in one and two visits. I'm like, oh. Well, you know, you might have some pain and sometimes, you know, you can be in more pain or stiffness um, more so than when you came in and don't let mm-hmm. that startle you or don't let that make it a problem. It just means that you need more treatment and we're going to tackle that in the best way possible to get you moving better and feeling better and for the longevity of this therapy. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So what's it like now to not only be fully booked, but be fully booked for several weeks? It feels amazing. It feels powerful. I feel and see the changes in my clients and to know that they can trust what the outcome is going to be. I'm going to help them every step of the way. Um, It's a relationship that you build with them. Tell me more about how you feel about you, though, creating that outcome. Oh, I feel powerful. I feel strong courageous that I took these steps that it wasn't just yesterday that it you know put me to where I am today it took a long time and it was the trust in myself and knowing that I'm right on target and things happen the way they're supposed to happen and I've never been known to be a quitter (laughs) I've always tried my best and to take the things that didn't work right there and then and try to regroup and find out what worked well, what didn't work well, and what would I do differently, you know, the next time. I've seen great improvements. I mean, I'm helping so many people. I help a gentleman that has POTS. I don't know if anyone knows what that is. It's a postural um, uh, tachycardia syndrome. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, usually comes on from um, increase the heart rate. Um, when they stand up, they get dizzy or can faint. In my case, my client's case, uh, when he lies down, he could feel that very much. Since he's been seeing me for the last four months, he has no signs of increase of heart rate. He's able to fly on an airplane. He's wow. able to do so many things. And we're working mm-hmm. on getting him back to, you know, working out and feeling mm-hmm. better. But that in itself is very powerful. And it's not just me that's powerful. It's the work that's powerful. And, and bringing both of us together and working together as a team is what got him there. And um, I work with a woman who has frightening lymphedema, the size of volleyballs on her legs. I've never treated anybody with lymphedema, but not once did I say that I couldn't do it. I knew that I could help her and I am helping her. Um, She's gotten to the point that she is able at times to leave her recliner chair when she's sleeping and lie down in bed. She's able to walk sometimes without her walker. I mean, these are great changes and I'm going to continue to work with her until she can get the help that she needs. She just can't get the help that she needs soon enough. And we've made great improvements and um, she she's doing awesome. She really, really, really is. And these are, these are life-changing experiences and um, it, it's just amazing. It, it really is. And, um, you know, I think also to, um, Doing the work and being treated regularly keeps you strong and you're better for yourself and your clients and your family. It changes so much. It changes in relationships and how you show up in your work day to day, how you show up as a therapist, 
those are the real changes that I've seen in my work and um, being in this coaching container that you've helped me and several, many, many therapists change their lives. And I thank you. I thank you so yeah. much. Well, I thank you for hanging in there and continually like continuing on to do the work. And I think it's also like really fun to think about in our minds, it feels like it takes a long time for us to figure this out. If it takes a year, if it takes 18 months before we get fully booked or we're making the money that we want to make, or we're transitioning to MFR only, like there's so many things happening in the transition and we think it should happen in a month. We think it should happen in six months. We think it should happen in 90 days, whatever. Everybody's path is a little bit different. Everybody's time frame is a little bit different. When you think about it, even if it takes you 18 months or two years to really figure out how to transition, how to be MFR only, how to create fully booked, you still have like the whole rest of your career to grow upon what you've created. And I don't think that it taking a while or taking however long it takes you to figure out to crack your own code on how to sell MFR. I don't think that the time period matters. What matters is, is that you figure it out and that you don't quit because there's for every person that figures this out, there's probably five people that didn't get the help and support and they quit or they're hiding or they're still at their contractor position or they're still working at the hospital or still working at a spa because they can't trust that they're going to figure it out fast enough to leave. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. 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 So I think your story is very inspiring. Like for people that are listening to this and they're like, oh, I, I work in a spa or I'm depending on this other position or I'm the breadwinner. And so this is very dangerous. The danger lies in not figuring it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. It really, really does. I mean, one of the things I'm most proud about is my husband has been out of work for close to 10 months now. I'm now the brand because of this coaching container, because I made the choice to do MFR and to be the best MFR therapist possible, I'm able to provide for my family now. And I'm able to take all my MFR courses and to go on vacations and to get more treatment. And if I was not doing all the things that I'm doing now, I wouldn't be able to do all those things. I wouldn't be able to support anybody in any way. And I'm so grateful and I'm so happy that I found MFR and um, how much this has changed me. You know, I, I was a therapist too that had really bad sciatica. In fact, I do want to share that I have spinal stenosis in my neck and my lower back. And mm-hmm. um, there's been times too, um, not recently, but a couple of years ago that it did um, flare up and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to continue to do this work, but I knew that mm-hmm. all I need to do is to get treated and I'll be able to continue. Since then, when I had some tests done also too, in the last couple of years uh, with the spinal stenosis, the MFR had actually reverted. You heard me correctly. It reverted. The spinal stenosis got larger. You know, spinal stenosis is, here's the pharma and here's the nerve and it's squashing it, right? So when mm-hmm. I had test done again, it showed signs of enlargement. Mm-hmm. So there was less stenosis. 
Yeah. Less than 06. Less than 06. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, and totally believable. Had I not been getting treated all along, it probably would have been a lot worse. And I'm able to work longer days and see more clients and be able to do my Zumba and be able to do my rugged maniac mud runs and mm -hmm. um, do all the things that I love to do and primarily be able to work. So yeah. without this, I, I would not be able to do all this. Yeah. It's really cool. Like the idea where not by choice of your own, that you became the breadwinner in the family and you were able to just step into that role also like not completely knowing how it was going to work out. Right. Yeah. I didn't really think about it. I just took the, you know, bull by the horns and just stepped in because I knew that I could do this and I knew that I could make the type of money that I am making and continue. And, um, the proof's really in the pudding. <laughs> so. Yeah. Enrollment for my 12-month coaching program starts January 31st. And to kick things off, we're having a live call that's happening at noon central. So that's right. Mark your calendars off for noon central time zone, January 31st. To register for that call, go to www.themfrcoach.com forward slash live call. During that call, you can ask me anything. And I'm bringing a panel of current coaching clients to spill all the details about what it's really like inside the program when you get coached by me. Hear their real results, their real struggles, and ask them any kind of question that you have. They're gonna answer it and so will I. When you attend this live call, I'm also going to be giving you a very special bonus when you join the coaching program. This special bonus is only going to be available if you attend that call live. So go and register at www.themfrcoach.com forward slash live call. Lock off your schedule for January 31st at noon central and start writing down those questions. I'll see you at the end of the month. You were bopping along and then there was a point in time where you were like, I'm going to have to make a major price increase. And I was like, I su strongly suggest that you don't. <laughs> right, right. There were lots yeah. of thoughts and feelings, right? Yeah, yeah. And you took my advice and you got, you like just doubled down on selling at the rate that you were at to get fully booked. And I was like, you will make more money doing this because you know already know how to sell this. How has that been and how has that turned out for you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just to kind of renew. So going back, I, I remember I told you I was raising my prices and I did try it and I did get the price that I was asking for, but I wasn't able to resell it. Mm -hmm. They paid it once or twice and that was it. So the mm -hmm. rate that I went to, I did drop back down because I felt comfortable charging the amount that I did charge. And I saw a switch in my client base and it was comfortable for them obviously it was just all about stepping into the confidence and be able to sell it and support what i was selling and the mm -hmm. way that i talked to my clients and yeah you can charge whatever rate you want but there's a difference between charging whatever rate you want and being able to sell at that rate and i think that's what you learn from working with me is and no matter what rate you're selling at right now, that's just like, it's just your rate for right now. And you will like continually get better 
you know, I teach people in my mastermind how to do advanced selling and how to like, how to continually scale your business. It's not about how high can we sell this at? It's about what are the results that we get for our clients and what is the value of that? And what is the believable value for me to be able to sell that? Right. It's like, it's really a mind game and confidence thing. It's like, I have to believe in this 10 out of 10, or I cannot raise my rate because I will actually lose money at a higher rate because clients won't buy it. I won't be able to sell it. So, right. There's some guilt too that I had. It was one of the reasons why I couldn't sell it. And I felt more comfortable at a different rate. And I'm able to sell that no problem and, you know, see even more clients and help even more clients at that rate. Yeah. So it is a little Well, and you make more money doing that too, right? Like it's like guaranteeing yourself that you're going to make money, be fully booked, right? And I think once we figured out the discrepancy between the belief in the rate and the results and what you really believed in that rate and those results you got fully booked pretty quickly after that. It was just like getting through the the minutia of, I have to make this much money or something's going to go wrong and it really settling into, yeah. Yeah, at the time it was more scarcity and like, I have to make this amount and putting the pressure on myself and also on the clients Mm -hmm. to rebook, Yeah, you know? And once I figured it out and I felt comfortable with it, it was easy breezy. It really was. And also to like the follow-up work that I was doing, I was asking myself, what did I do different? What went well? What went differently? What went well? What didn't go well? What would I do differently next time? And actually following in with my clients and taking new at it and seeing where they are at like six visits and reevaluating because Sometimes they change in a shorter period of time than a longer time. And you want to be on it. You want to be able to support them so they can have that preventative care so they don't fall back. And that's when that switch, that shift, you know, had started when I felt the confidence to do that and follow through. It was just really the way that I talked to my clients and, um, you know, after each session, you know, have a word with them and get them rebooked give the reasons why, make some changes while we can, and just really being on the same page with each other really made that shift. And I think that was the tipping point for it. Yeah, I think that's so good to know too. And I I mean, I think I spend the most time as a coach wrestling people about too fast of rate increases or like rate increases for the wrong reasons. And I can spot it from a mile away. Most people that are in it can't. And I'm just like, there's this balance between charging a rate based on facts and data. And then also like what you want to make and like marrying the two into a number that you can sell. And that's the finessing of it. And that's why it's not just a blueprint system of like, just charge this much and you'll make this much and you'll, you know, see this many clients it's there's like a finesse to it and it's individual for every therapist. And that's another thing like about the program is there's just like a wild range of like what people are charging. There's no standard rate. Right, right, exactly. And I think people think that if I charge this rate, I'm going to make this much by the end of the year. And it's, it's really not true. It's really collecting your facts and your data, covering all your expenses and like you said, a marriage between like with that and what you would like to make and what do you feel comfortable 
of selling to your clients, you know, and being able to support them. Because if mm-hmm. you don't feel comfortable charting a rate, it's never going to be, yeah. you know, no matter what you need and, and or how much you feel that you're entitled to make or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And um, everyone's at a different rate and a different time. You know, some people take off sooner than others. And it just really depends on your predicament, really. Mm-hmm. And I think it depends on like your capacity to expand your comfort zone, right? Because when we first started working together, there was no way you were comfortable selling the rate that you're selling at. And then all of a sudden that just became the comfort zone. And then pretty soon the comfort zone is going to expand. So that's, what's exciting too. It's like, oh, I'm doing this because I'm comfortable, but we're, but also there was a period of time where you weren't and you had to like grow your comfort level. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, went up and down like a roller coaster. Like I, <laughs> I want to charge this and I felt good about it. I'm like, no, I'm going to come back down and just really find that happy medium. And from one step to the other, it wasn't too much of a jump. But what I was at and what it, where I wanted to be was pretty much a huge jump. And there's no way that I would be able to sell that. And if I wasn't confident that I could sell that, then how is someone wanting to pay that or to believe in you that you can help them? Yeah. People don't want to buy from you. Yeah. If you're not confident. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that like six months from now, you won't be there or a year from now, like none of like the time frame. I think is really important to point out that it's not really the time frame that matters. It's having the goal to get there and doing the work that creates the possibility for you to be there. It's like, you're making decisions about a person you don't even know yet, right? The person that you haven't become yet like you didn't know who fully booked Tracy was right until you became fully booked Tracy, but you had to make all these decisions ahead of time for this stranger that you didn't even know yet. Right. I did. And there's a difference of working for yourself and for somebody else too. Mm -hmm. I look back and, you know, I was the top massage therapist in my spa and I had lots of clients, but I also had somebody booking for me. I also had somebody behind the scenes doing this other stuff. Whereas when we have our own businesses, most of us, we're a woman or a man with all hats. You know? mm-hmm. We are the salesperson. We are the therapist. We are the admin person. We are the operator <laughs> on the phone. Um, there's, there's, there's so many hats that you have to consider. And to know that I built this by myself with the help of you, of course, and being in your coaching container and having that support. And that's it. Having the support and and stepping in your power makes all the difference. And that's how you sell the MF. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like when you're an employee or a contractor and you're really good at what you do, it's easy to perform and you get a lot of like feedback, like you're doing a good job, keep it up, high five, right? It's a lot of like accolades that are like really cheap accolades, but for our nervous system and for our like our just self-esteem, like feel really good. And then when you go do it on your own, you have to become the person that tells yourself you're doing a good job. No one else is going to tell you. And it can become like a echo chamber of just bad news in your brain. (laughs) They're like, you know, questioning, like, am I doing a good job? Or this client said no. So like, is something wrong with me? And that constant mind game of, am I good enough? Or am I doing a good enough job? Yeah. It's definitely the thoughts that you tell yourself. Yeah. Did you feel like you experienced that? Like that was the transition from being an employee to being a business owner, like difficult for you because of that? 
Yeah, I would have to say so. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, because you're doing everything all yourself and, and it's really how you present yourself and and how you know confident you are and, and really the thought that you put into your head. You have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no one's like, hey, good job today, Tracy. Like you just really killed that Correct. sale. <laughs> it's just not happening, right? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what's so special about you know, being in the coaching container because we have the support system through you and through Meg and all the other amazing MFR therapists. And we're in this together and as a support system and, you know, we can loan the support like you like to say, and, um, you know, we're good ear, we're good second, third, fourth, fifth set of eyes. And some of the things we can't see and other people can see on the outside. So it's a good check. Um, relating to each other. Yeah. Well, it's nice to be able to come into a space where like, you don't have to explain what MFR is to anyone else in the room. You don't have to explain like how awkward a sales conversation can be. You don't have to explain the, why you're upset that someone didn't come to their appointment, right? Like everybody just gets it in there and there, but there's no, the thing I appreciated about our group and just the, the way it is run is that like no one is there to commiserate with you. Like if you're having a problem, people are going to support you, but they're not going to jump into the river with you. They're going to provide life preservers. They're going to like hand you a stick. <laughs> they're going to tell you how to swim, but they're not going to be like, oh yeah, this is terrible. And I agree. And the world is all, you know, it's, it's much more like this is normal and optional. Like you don't right. have to be miserable forever. Optional. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Optional. That's the key word. Yeah. Yes. I love how dramatic we all are as MFR. Like there's so, we're so dramatic. I think just as a people, maybe <laughs> I'm super dramatic. Hey, I'm your coach. But <laughs> <laughs> having a room where like, it's kind of a drama free zone and it's like, Hey, this thing you're experiencing, like the way you're reacting, like you're reacting to it instead of responding. Here's what the difference is. Here's how you can respond instead of react. Here's how you can take back control over the results that you want to get. I just think it's so empowering. And I've, I've watched you transition from, you know, I say this with love. I love you a lot. Like being very dramatic about every experience to like, now you just don't have time for any of that drama or like the drama is like such a small, like it's just such a small thing. It's just, less. I'm giggling. Yeah. I'm giggling because a couple of light bulbs flashed in my head too. Do you remember like how nervous I used to get when I couldn't get on the computer or yes. something didn't go right? Or I like posted something and I shouldn't have and, you know, and texting you and how do I get on? And and then missing the call or just just being, you know, crazy, right? Yeah, you were like very frazzled all of the time. And like all of the time. And now, like, if you couldn't get on the Zoom call, you'd just be like, oh, something's going on. I'll just listen to the recording. Like you're not, it's like you went from being like frazzled and desperate to just like calm and confident, which is a big transition. Yeah, yeah. And it was very much living like fight and flight all the time. And having MFR and you as a coach and everyone else in this coaching container, we helped each other calm our nervous systems and put in those good thoughts and talk positive. And because it 
truly, we really, things happen how we just blurt things out, right? If, if we're having a bad day and saying like, this sucks and I'm never going to be able to do this and it's taking forever to get there. Well, it's going to happen that way. But then mm-hmm. when you switch it around and you do put like that good positivity out there and I can treat anyone that walks in this room. Mm-hmm. And I have so many clients and clients are coming from everywhere and mm-hmm. they're just like magic words. And it's kind of a fun thing to put out there because a lot of times it does happen. <laughs> so it's like positive juju. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yes, there's a lot of like, we say statements on purpose to get the outcome we want. And then there's also like strategy. And then there's also just the fact that we delete the drama. We delete all of the like this. I've delete tried a everything. Lot of drama. Yeah. yeah. I love it when people come and they're like, I've tried everything and nothing's working. And I'm like, but what have you specifically tried? And like, it's one thing but their brain is so dramatic. It's like, I've done everything. So I've just quit doing everything. And I love pointing that out to people and having the light bulb go on. And and then all of a sudden they're like, I'm thinking I'm doing everything. When I think I'm doing everything, I feel exhausted or defeated. And then what I'm actually doing is nothing. I'm doing a lot of complaining. And so my result is nothing. <laughs> right, is nothing. Period. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's so important. It's so important to do this work day in, day out to receive it. And, um, you know, myself included, and I still hear it sometimes in the group, like, oh, when I save enough to get treated. No, you get treated now so you can preserve yourself later because being treated, we're, we're product of the product. Right. So if we're not receiving it and, and being able to consume it then how are we supposed to help other people, you know, and uh, makes a big difference. Well, yeah, right. And the thing is, is getting treatment, paying for treatment helps you pay yourself sooner. Paying for treatment creates more money in your business. And it's, it's kind of like the idea of making good investments in your business also makes you more money, right? Like not waiting, like, there's so many things I've done in my coaching business to propel it along at a fast clip that I've made decisions about way before I could afford it, way before I was ready, way before I even really knew the impact it would have. And I think now that the way this program is set up to be 12 months, people can jump in and they have that safety net of it being 12 months for them to figure out exactly how they're going to use it. But I mean, you were doing it like time after time, like three months after three months after three months after three months. Right. So I'm thinking it might have been, I guess, five rounds now, right? Yeah. So it was for the three months. Mm -hmm. And then after that time, yeah, I mean, I think having the 12 months is a lot easier on everyone because the pressure's off. You know, we can really go through and dissect like what we're doing wrong rather than speeding through it and just to do it, right? And have our questions answered and get really the support we need. And even go back to seeing, you know, how we can improve things and how can we do that a little bit better. And the notebook that you've provided and all the journaling and the note-taking, it's all right there. And everything that you provide and all the calls that we have, we could always go back to. And we have a shitload of therapists that we can lean on, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. the cool thing too. The, The cool thing about having your coaching container, I've learned so much. I've grown so much. I've increased my confidence. Things don't even bother me anymore. I just am like, okay, next, 
you know, if someone doesn't want yeah, to. Yeah, you're just keeping it moving. Like you're so much better right, at keeping, keeping it, it moving. moving. Yeah. Even if I saw a person just once, I know that I've helped them. It's their choice whether they want to come back or not. But I like to, you know, prevent things happening over and over for them so they can get the results and they can get on with their life and enjoy the things they want to do and travel and you know be with their children or walk their dogs or play their different sports and so forth and now you know how to talk about that with them that right gets, exactly that in a with way that gets yeah that gets them to continue on being a client whereas before i think you'd just be like freeze or be mad right which is like also a regular response like be frustrated. I, I love my clients dearly. So I always took a personal when yeah. they would leave, but maybe yeah. it was time for them to leave. You know, maybe yeah. it was time for them to move on and then leaving brought in somebody else rather than keeping them hostage. And or also me, it gave you, it gave you the opportunity to be like, what am I saying? Like, what am I doing in this situation? That's creating this result that I don't want to do. And, you know, learning that you didn't have, like the client didn't have to do anything different. You could change the result just based on changing you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Things, all all of it is within your control. And I think that is one of the skills that you've learned working with me that I've seen you blossom at the most is like, oh, this isn't up to the universe, right? This isn't up to other people <laughs> to make this happen. Right. Like I'm actually in control of my results. And I think that that's a game changer. It was a huge game changer for me, a huge game changer. Just how I talk to my clients, um, how I showed up for them, mm -hmm. um, getting them, setting goals for them and uh, helping them through preventive care. And, um, you know, a lot of people want to just come and just fix me, but it's not just about fixing you, right? It's, it's preventative care too. Sure. I can fix you in the moment. It might come back, but let's find out why, why it's coming back. And what is really, truly the root cause yeah. of this? You know, a lot of people want you to work on one spot and they say, it's right here. No, from my training, I know if it's up here, it's coming from below or maybe the opposite side of the body and just really stepping into that power and just learning and saying, I'm the therapist. I know best, trust me. And having that confidence, right? And, and um, stepping into that power. When you trust yourself and you show up confident, your clients trust you more and have complete confidence in you. And I've seen that. And that's what's been the game changer for me. That's what has, you know, me fully booked or my clients coming back because they mm -hmm. want more. They want to yeah. know how can I continue this and still be able to do my sports and still be able to go to work and show up for everybody that's closest to them um, in a positive way. Yeah, I think it's that authentic confidence too, because anyone can, you know, a lot of people do this, like fake it till you make it. And I'm not a proponent of that. I'm like, let's figure out why you don't believe it. And let's get you to belief. You know, if you're faking it, it will show up in your result line of like clients not rebooking. It will show up in you having like a lot more like frictional conversations with clients. It's just harder. Everything is harder. So I think it's like having that true confidence, not fake confidence and really selling from the true confidence and not faking it until you make it. Faking it until you make it, make it is going to make it extremely difficult and take longer. Uh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. 
And I have seen that. I have seen that too in my clients. I was always that person like, oh, I want to fix everything and going overtime because I felt like I had something to prove to my clients if I didn't give them X amount of time. Yeah, you got to jazz hands around the table. <laughs> right, exactly. That I wasn't doing my job. And it was yeah. the complete opposite. You know, a lot of people, their time is precious too, right? They they want your hands. They want your professionalism. They want to be heard and and have you help them through those times, but they also have time outside the office too that they need to get to. And and sometimes that's taken personally on both ends, you know, and we have to react that. And um, it's not all about fixing everything right away. It's, uh, you know, everything mixed. It's like, it, it's a huge journey. It's a huge journey. It's a journey. It's like, yeah, I think like taking taking the pressure off of ourselves as therapists and like learning how to take the pressure off. Like you learned that skill in my coaching program, how to take the pressure off of yourself. I'm glad that you've seen that because it's, yeah. it's taken me a long time because I've always put a lot of pressure on myself. Sure. I've I think always we all do put that. The pressure on me. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think it's a therapist thing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we're just high achievers and we're helpers and like taking care of people. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And um, I think if we just take the brakes off, everything just, you know, flows and it makes it just that much more easier and your patients feel calmer too. And they feel more relaxed and they feel like they're getting more. And that's the secret. Less is best. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, less is more, less pressure, less areas treated per session, like all of less, the same. Less worrying. Less worrying. <laughs> less trying to be perfect. <laughs> less drama. Yeah. Less waiting. Yeah. Like less waiting Always. to do things that are going to help you. Yeah. How can um we're at time. So I really appreciate this conversation. I think this is going to be helpful for people listening in. How can people find you, Tracy, if they're interested in reaching out, booking an appointment? Is it restfromstressmfr.com? Correct. Yes. Restfromstressmfr.com. Okay. And then are you also on, like, what's your Facebook handle and what's your Instagram name? Yes. I'm on Facebook. So it's just Rest From Stress. Mm -hmm. And then Instagram is Rest From Stress MFR. Okay. Great. So everybody go follow Tracy, see what she's up to. And if you're listening to this, decide that now is the time for you to get rid of all the drama, to dream bigger than ever, to make more money than ever, and to, at the same time, help more people better in doing that. Join my group coaching program and learn these skills. Learn how to sell MFR to anyone in any situation. Learn how to create confidence for yourself. Learn how you can help propel the MFR community along and make it mainstream. And it starts with you. And I will teach you the tools to do that. Tune in next week for another episode of the MFR Coaches Program. I'm so glad you're listening. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a minute and rate and review the podcast. I appreciate it. For more information, please follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach. And check out my website, www.themfrcoach.com for more information. If you are currently not working 20 hours or less and making six figures in your MFR business, I want to help you change that. 
Make sure you tune into the show and get on my email list so you never miss out on important trainings and information. To be the first to find out when we are enrolling next for my 12-month Business Foundations coaching program, get on that email list at www.themfrcoach.com backslash join. Inside this program, you'll learn how to raise your rate, overcome objections, and sell MFR. You'll become the MFR therapist that never under-earns and never burns out. It's up to us to make MFR mainstream, and it starts with you and your successful MFR practice. See you next week.